what got you into playing music like all the way back to all when you started it. to love it uh the soundtrack for bambi <laughs> Oh, wow. That's a deep cut. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a, yeah, deep cut. That's why I always say like when I think of, I think that was uh, one of the first albums that I understood, but I grew up in a house that, that uh, though neither of my parents were professional musicians, they were very active in music and playing music. I think, I think I chose to play guitar because my dad, because my dad played guitar. And so I wanted to be like him. So I chose the guitar and he was a very, uh, what I call kind of folk guitarist, you know, very basic chords and stuff, but he was really into it. And so that was the first guitar that would have had, I would have had access to. And I remember asking for my own first guitar when I was 10 and plugging in into, um, so <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm guessing this is something you haven't grown up with or the, your older viewers will know a Zenith console. It was like this huge piece of furniture that looked like a, um, you know, like an Oak cabinet or something. You opened up and there was a turntable inside with oh. speakers on the side. And so I would plug that guitar into the, 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 um, stereo system somehow. I don't even remember how I did it, but, uh, then we kind of experiment with the sounds and then started learning, to play really by uh, listen, putting a Rolling Stones record on and playing along with the Rolling Stones record and realizing, oh my gosh, I'm playing the same notes as Keith Richards. And so first I tried to copy the notes and then I realized, oh, well, I can play this note and it still sounds good. It's not exactly what he's playing, but it's kind of, it's in the same world. I didn't understand keys or anything like that, but that's kind of how that got started. And then I studied classical guitar in college and um, when I got done with that, I ended up going back to the electric guitar, playing in various bands. This is back in Indiana and Ohio. And so I was in groups that were kind of jazz rock fusion. I was in uh, a group that played primarily music from the Motown era. I was in a group that played all original music that was sort of a, um, oh, I guess, I don't know if you're familiar with Tears for Fears. They've actually come out with a new album right lately. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of like sort of Tears for Fears, all original music. Um, I was starting to kind of teach myself um, some other types of instrumental guitar stuff and, and, and composing tunes. And by the time I moved out here to Montana in 1993, I kind of had a, a, a vision of like, I think I'm going to go with a steel string acoustic guitar and try to develop something with that. And I knew enough to know that I would get more work if I would sing. So I could sing. Okay. So I thought, Oh, I'll do this, you know? And so I kind of combined the two. And as the years have gone on, it's still kind of a, a, a combination of those two things of instrumental music and vocal music. So cool. What brought you out to Montana back then? Well, I had, I got my degree in something called music therapy. Mm -hmm. And ironically, there's a, a woman that I did an internship with who lives in Kalispell uh, who no longer is a music therapist, but it was kind of ironic that I moved out here and then found out that she was out here too as well. And she lives here with her family. Um, but I did that. We did that internship in Denver, Colorado. And that was my first introduction into the Rocky Mountain era area. And so um, I always was, it always stuck with me. And then I moved back to Cleveland and lived there for a while. And then uh, when I met my former wife, we started traveling here just for vacations, like a lot of people. And it really got into our psyche and our soul. And we decided, you know, I think this, would, we could start a 
you know, a life out here. Um, I wanted to ask a little bit about your work with Montana Public Radio and mm-hmm. uh, Montana PBS. How did you get involved with them? Well, 1997. So I'd been here about four years and I'd started playing a lot of solo gigs and recording albums and stuff. And the gentleman who's now the program director of the station is a guy named Michael Marsalek. And he had started the program that I've been hosting now myself for 27 years. And that's called Musician Spotlight. He had started that program and he was going to be moving on to bigger and better things as I was soon to find out, including being the program director. And so he asked if I wanted to pick up the show and and continue to do the show. And so I did along with a co-host at the time, a guy named Brian Copper, and we were co-hosts of that for a little over a decade. And around 2008 or 2009 um, is when I started hosting it uh, just by myself. And it's been a Incredible journey. I would not have thought it was going to be something that became so much a part of my life. I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't have any aspirations to be a journalist. And uh, it's funny because somebody who was on the show recently said, well, John, you as a journalist would say, and I'm like, well, well, I'm not a journalist. I'm just a musician who can talk to other musicians and put it into a uh, software program and edit it and, and put it out. And, and uh, it's, good enough for broadcast, you know, but, um, I had no aspirations to do any of that kind of stuff. It just kind of fell into my lap and that became something I, I took a lot of pride in and had a lot of fun with. And, uh, it's been, been fabulous. It's incredible conversations I've had. I can't remember the last, the the total number of folks that I've interviewed is, I want to say it's like 600 people or something like that over that time. It's, it's pretty astounding. And a lot of them are household names like B.B. King and uh, Alison Krauss, um, uh, Bonnie Raitt. Uh, I mean, all kinds of folks. But then there's also, we have interviewed musicians from the Flathead. Off the top of my head, Mike Murray, John Dunnigan, uh, Erica Von Kleist. Um, I'm, I know I'm going to start, I'm just going to stop there because I'll start you know leaving people out. But mm-hmm. it's all kinds of musicians. And so everybody's got a story as to what brought that. So I'm usually doing the other thing that you're doing here is asking them what brought you to music and what were your inspirations and that kind of stuff. And um, everyone's got an interesting story to me. So my job is to convey that story to people. And then the PBS thing came about through the pandemic actually. And that's why I got a, a camcorder and set up a microphone in here was because I would do this and I would be the host and we would get uh, uh, music videos from around the state from all kinds of musicians. And then I was like the host in between. It was sort of similar to uh, back when MTV actually played music videos. And that's where you'd go to see music videos. You'd watch a couple of videos and then some guy would be there or some woman would be there and tell you what you'd just seen and tell you a little bit more about it. So we did that from the pandemic, or kind of from the, from the, um, the shutdown on because musicians weren't working, obviously, mm. you know, they're, they're, yeah. we weren't to be in public. And so uh, we were looking for an avenue to keep musicians motivated and, um, and, and get their music and get their work out. And, and also for people and not just for musicians, but for people who uh, love music and are interested in what's going on in the state. So yeah, we did that for, we did a total of, uh, I think eight shows maybe that are on PBS and they're available on the website and stuff. So, um, 
I'm not sure where that's going to go in the future, but that was, if, if, if that's it, that was great. That was a lot of fun. It was another, uh, another way to kind of serve the community and, and, uh, Montana musicians as well. Tell me about your new album coming out. Yeah. Now that album, that album does rock a little bit. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's seven new tracks and it was recorded here in Missoula and it's, uh, myself on acoustic and electric guitars and vocals and mandolin and then uh my partner plays cello and she's recorded on that as well and also drummer travis oh i should say jennifer sladen on cello travis yost on bass and ed stalling on drums so it's like a group and um it, it's a full full group sound um, but it's a little different certainly the cello brings an element to the music that is very unique and um i mean there are there are definitely more you're hearing more cello around these days in popular music i think than uh certainly when i was growing up but it's still cool and it it, it definitely brings a whole other uh, flavor to to what we're doing and the album's called thankful and there's of those seven tracks six of them are my own songs and one of them is a version of a song called Take Me to the River, which is originally written by Al Green, the famous R&B soul singer. And then it was also made famous by the Talking Heads. So it's a well-known tune. And uh, you get to hear Jennifer do some stuff on the cello. You don't necessarily ever hear a cello do, which oh. brings a real nice energy to that. And in terms of the the lyrical content, the subtitle of the album is called songs of a certain age which i thought was very clever <laughs> obviously <Yeah. laughs> uh meaning they're songs that i wrote uh as a middle-aged man they're you know they're reflections of of life and things that were happening to me in the last 15 years or so you know and and uh um you know decade decade and change we'll say and so those things are going to be different than what i was writing about in my 20s and 30s and um and in some ways in some ways not so um reflections on relationships and reflections on life life choices that kind of thing um but i'm real proud of it i'm real proud of it and i'm working on a couple other projects of just me and my guitar more singer songwriter type albums that i may just do digitally at first um so i've got that i'm actually trying to finish up something here in the next few days that could be available on Bandcamp which is okay. where you, can find, you know, independent artists can put music up there. And that those are songs actually that are more autumnal and um, in, in flavor. So maybe at some point I'll have all the seasons covered with different recordings. Hey, John, thanks for joining us. Really looking forward to your press play show. So yeah, me too. Thanks for having me.